Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the YKTR Sports Show Review Show. Um, currently brought to you by BSC, the best supplement company in the country, in the world. Scope, you've been smacking out the supplements a little bit lately. BSC, what do you think of them? Yeah, I've been getting after it, as you know, um, with both uh, BSC and, and our other sponsor. We let a bit of vibe. It's, it's coming well for recoveries, for, for getting on the piss and then with those boys. Um, as you know, we've been going for a few runs, just being you now. Um, we can't exercise with anyone else, so... Just me and you have been getting after it, so hey, it's coming real handy. The Iceman's got a little bit better, hasn't he? Oh, he's starting to yeah, he's, <laughs> he's starting to hear those heavy feet coming at the end. So yeah, awesome. um, Normie hit me up the other day. He goes, please tell me ice isn't fucking keeping up with you. <laughs> so the word's spreading. I, I, kind, I kind of um, pushed the truth. Oh, Stretch the truth a little bit with old Norm. I was like, yeah, I was just running next to Scope the whole time. Scope's just <laughs> cruising, but, um, you know, Norm, he loves a bit of drama in his life. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, big topics coming off the top. Um, Origin being moved from Sydney to Newcastle. Obviously, man, I was pumped for Newcastle as a Newcastle fan. Were you excited for them as well? Joey was sort of getting about and everyone's hitting them up for tickets. So, man, that's disappointing that it's been moved from the Gold Co- to the Gold Coast as well. So, how do you feel on all of this? Yeah, like straight away, um, New- Newcastle, like it was, I, was, I was excited about it as well. Um, you know, obviously, the, the crowd numbers of what they normally would have had wouldn't have been up there. But I just... I, I compare it to sometimes playing over in the UK in the Super League, like, or even at Brookie, some of the the suburban grounds where, um, you know, playing at a packed twenty thousand, like on a smaller field, or I don't know how much Newcastle can hold. I'd imagine the atmosphere would have been crazy, and and obviously everyone knows how much the Novocastrians love their footy. Um, everyone was excited about it. All the players, all the, even the Newcastle players, are excited about having it there. But um, three games in a row up in Queensland, eh? Yeah. Yeah, pretty crazy, and there's a fair chance that New South Wales could sweep him. Um, obviously, there's a bit of a change in the lineup, and Joey Johns even come out and said he would have loved to see Adam Reynolds and Cody Walker in there, and he's a mentor to Mitch Moses. But he also said, "I understand Mitch Moses coming in," and we sort of had the same sort of thoughts. I know you, I know you're tight with the eighth, so you and him been talking a little bit. Oh well, you know what, me and Joey, our teams are very similar uh, as well. When it was leading into the first Origin, so. I can guarantee the eighth is uh, watching YKTR Sports. Um, <laughs> in particular, you know, my predictions and, and the teams that I put out there. But uh, no, I don't like, obviously, um, it would it mean, it mean a lot, like you said, um, the fact that Joey um, is, spends time with the Parramatta halves. Um, he would have that, um, as good as insight as anyone. But <clears throat> I think it's purely coming from the standpoint that we spoke about is like, if it was to win, a, if it was to win an origin, I dare say Ren and maybe Cody Walker would have been picked or even, you know, one of the two and then Uppy Carousel off the bench. But because it's a dead rubber, uh, Mitchie's 26 years old, a few of the things that I wrote in the blog, it just makes sense to have Mitchie there Agree. Uh, for the experience. Um, and then, you know, later on, if he's caught upon in the next couple of years, if either Nath or Jerome are down, then um, Freddie will feel more confident putting him in to do a job. But we're 50 hours away from origin. Does this feel more dead rubbery? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, like especially because all the changes. Generally, you know, this time we're talking about um, maybe Mitch Moses a little bit more, how he's been going at training, all these sorts of things. We're speaking about the game a little bit more, mm. whereas now we're talking about the venue. Uh, we're talking about COVID at NRL level. Uh, so many things that are sort of distracting us from what we'd normally t- be talking about, I think, with Origin. Yeah, it's looking a little bit disappointing. Obviously, Dead Rubber sort of takes out, but there's, it's still going to be a really good game. And I was up there in the Gold Coast. Um, anyone that you're excited about, how do you think Mitch Moses will go? I know we'll roll into a preview show a little bit, but let's just sort of touch on it lightly. 
Yeah, obviously Mitch Mitch stands out for me. The other one, um, Upi Curacao is a big one for me. Up, yeah, Upi Curacao off the bench for me on the Queensland side. I'm really uh, excited to see uh, Hamiso Hamiso Habu Tito, the the centre for. I wrote, he was another pers- another player that I wrote in the blogs. Um, it's he's got. I, he, I feel like he's just going to be. He's in for a long night. He's going to be fucking peppered, and whether it's Turbo or whatever side he sits on, Turbo or Latro, he's in for a long night. But the experience will will be unreal for him. Uh, he'll get so much out of it, and in the next couple of years, if this if they're able to de- develop a f- few more players, then you know down the road it could. Um, make a big difference for him. Um, KP's a really big one for me. I sort of watched the Warriors play yesterday and watched Reese Walsh come back into the side, and they look like yeah. a better side because you got a you got a genuine threat out the back. I think KP rolling back in. Um, he's a communicator. He's low key off the field, but on the field you can see he wants the ball. And I think Munster's in for a big game as well. Uh, Christian Welsh sort of come out and said, uh, "What does money need to do to stand up?" And he sort of drew it back to dry July, and, and you're in his little partner, so it's kind of your fault, isn't it? Oh fuck! Nothing. It hasn't, it hasn't happened yet. Well, she's fucking getting all negative on us. They haven't lost it yet. He's actually played good footy um, in, in his previous game for for Melbourne against the Roosters. That was the last time we seen Prez, and um, he played really well. So I'm expecting him to take that form. Um, we had a we had our own little skipper in the Prez after Origin two, which shows a lot about his character. That's why we love him. He comes straight on. He he come on during the good times last year, and he's come on during the tough times again this year. And that's what like. You know, we joke around about oh, like we joke around about him being sort of my boy and our boy at YKTR Sports, but not many players do that, man. So, mad respect to the president. I hope he has a big game. Yeah, especially coming off a loss, a lot of the boys start to like the bushes back here. You know, the Homer Simpson won't he start to yeah fade back yeah. into there. He doesn't sort of hide the fact from from Never. anything. So, uh, it's awesome thing about money. So let's roll back into Clubland. Obviously, all NRL teams are shifting off. Um, up to Queensland for the next couple of weeks. Um, you're losing the flatmate there for a little bit. I think he's pretty excited to get up there. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck, I haven't even thought of that because I haven't been home in fucking a week, so I haven't even been thinking about that myself. Yeah, mothers will be off up, up in Queensland. So, um, yeah, sort of credit to NRL for moving swiftly and promptly. Uh, you don't really want to stop the competition. That sort of happened last year, but I think it's a really good move. Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone wants to see, to see the game continue. Um, Queensland seemed to be doing all right with regards to COVID up there. It's not as uh, strenuous as it is down here in Sydney. So it does make sense. We'll also, I'm sure we'll get to the point about Shawnee Johnson's tweet as well. Yep. Um, on, the, on that Sean Johnson interview from Fox League, I thought that was a bit... Um, it's very, you know, very Fox very sporty. Journalisty, very fucking, Fox sporty. Yeah, very Fox sporty. Hitting him up straight after the game where he's um, hadn't had a chance to think about his answers. But credit to him, just shows like what sort of person and player he is now and, and where he's at in his career. Fuck, he handled it so well. Oh, he Shawnee, couldn't have said it any better. I, I, like, I was literally thinking this on the way to Shawnee. Like, he, like you said, he literally could not handle that any better. And if, if you yeah. were to put anyone as the sort of the voice of the player right now and to put someone in that type of situation, you'd probably go like him or Christian Roush or someone along those lines. Yeah. Man, the way that Shawnee sort of handles interviews right now, um, so mature. So, like, yeah. thought out. He talks about both sides of the point. Like, he sort of talks about, like, understand that we get paid good money, but then it's like, bro, we're families as well. So I know a lot of people can really resonate with that. Sort of the yeah. f- where he goes, oh, we don't really have a support system over here. Um, all that sort of yeah. stuff as well. I think I think families will be allowed to go up eventually. So that's a great sign for Shawnee. But, man, like, he handled that as well as anyone could handle that. Especially on the yeah. spot, bro. He's seen the reaction. You've seen his face sort of go like, wait, what? Yeah. Remember we had DeMarcus Cousins, remember he got traded? 
like live? Yeah, Everyone? yeah, yeah. He got traded while he's doing an All Star interview. You shouldn't be. Um, yeah, surely give him a little heads up. Just hey, bro. This yeah, is, this is what's like even if even if they want to have a little break, like if they just give him a couple of minutes to say, look, we're going to heat up with this. Um, but like I said, you know, you know, guys like him. You said Christian Welsh, maybe even Ches. Ches, Ches would have been good. Those. Yeah, Ches is Chez, another one Chez, that comes to mind. Ches is really well, you know, at handling those things. But um, the thing, I think, I think when he had a bit of time to, you know, um, catch his thoughts after the game, he sent out, he put out a tweet. Obviously, everyone reposted it. Yep. Um, repaying New Zealand and the Warriors and heading back to New Zealand, that would have been grouse. I, I don't know if that's ever going to be a possibility, but. Um, just from, you know, us probably being Kiwis, we're probably a little bit more biased towards it, rewarding mm. New Zealand. Mm. And um, they'll be able to, you know, pack stadiums out as well because COVID's doing all right over there. So yeah, um, I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah, but obviously they would have gone into a two-week lockdown, so you've got to pause the game straight away. Um, but, oh, okay. But then you've got to also think about, like, how Shawnee – and Jackson actually brought up this point where, like, Shawnee's like, oh, I'm going to have to go up to Queensland. Um, you got to think, like – every other NRL team would have to go to New Zealand and they'd have to leave family behind. So, like, the numbers-wise would have been, like, way off. But it's an interesting exercise to go through. Like, you throw four teams in Auckland, four teams in Wellington, four teams in Christchurch and sort of just fly them around or do you base them all in Auckland and sort of let them... Let them live a normal life for a while. So, like, obviously, Mudders is a friend of ours, Corey. Um, I think he'll enjoy going into this little bubble where he's in and around his teammates. I know they've been in trouble. I understand all that sort of stuff as well. But sort of going to training, going home and just locking yourself up, um, you'd rather be in and around your teammates, wouldn't you? You, look, you well, Dragons, yeah, you're right, bro. The Dragons, this is the perfect situation for the Dragons right now. Yeah. They've had so much outside noise. I know, um, you know, normies, normies, uh, speaking on Anthony Griffin and he's that sort of like, you know, I think we even talked about it during preseason about, you know, let's make it all about us and, and getting together. So, mate, this couldn't be a perfect time for the Dragons after what they've gone through. So, well, look um, at the, some t- look at the two teams that are they were in a similar situation to last year. Look at Melbourne, went on to win the comp. Obviously, yep. we're tight with a few of those boys now. We got to see behind the scenes, bro. It looks like an actually really good time. And extend yeah. it, especially when you got your families as well. It's not like you're on tour. You're, you're staying. You're sitting on top of the boys all the time. You've got time to go out and do your own thing and have your own space and still be within that sort of bubble requirement. And the Warriors, I actually think the Warriors are a better side when they're here. Yeah, well, um, I was listening to um, Sen this morning too on the way into having a run, and uh, Cam, Cam Smith was on there, and he goes, "It's going to be so crucial to the way that the teams handle it in the first couple of weeks. Mm. Like they've got to get straight on top of it." Um, you can get used to one like a couple of things that he said. You get used to routine of people doing things for you, cleaning up for you, cooking for you. You can get a bit lethargic. Little little minor details like that, bro. That's what sort of separates Melbourne from from other teams. Making sure some of these other teams who aren't used to doing this sort of stuff that you know maybe only travel two or three times a year. Yeah, um, it's going to be like Melbourne are more and Warriors are more suited to it because they travel every other week. You know what I mean? So they've got some advantage right teams, now, have they? Yeah, some of these other teams, like three or four times a year, they, they travel. So um, those teams in particular, how they adapt to it is going to be really important, I think. you got 50% of the NRL, which are currently Islanders. They're going to be rolling into buffets pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> they used to be the old trap back in the day, wasn't it? Yeah, big time. Especially the fucking uh, buffet breakfasts, man. Like, <laughs> Stitch of <laughs> doom straight after. Fucking oath. He's just piling up, piling up. 
Yeah, a few of these Mudders United players will, uh, will be putting on an extra little bit, I think. We might be able to add someone to the development squad too after these little buffets. Yeah, yeah some some that we haven't even seen yet. Some, they're not Mudders at the moment, but they'll be Mudders by the end of it. Yeah, so sort of shout out to Shawnee Johnson. Uh, the way he sort of handled that is like a reflection on him and himself and his sort of growth as a person. So, fuck, that was sort of mad to see. Uh, still in Clubland now. We're sort of talking about Sammy Walker. It's kind of become a hot topic. Is it a topic for you or is it a non-issue? Oh, it's a it's a topic in the sense that I thought it was a, like a nice, smart heads up play from Sammy. Um, he's got the the point of it. The point of our game is to fucking secure the two points, isn't it? Like, yeah. like uh, we, they've brought up um, the old underarm play from Australia back in the day and and you those sorts of chips. tactics. But fucking um, I know I know some you know there's etiquette involved in in, in all parts of uh, competitive sports, but. Um, I don't know if, if, if it's come up yet, but I remember um, one of the IRA brothers did it back in the day, like maybe yeah. the mid-90s or whatever. Yeah, Tony IRA, he was doing it for Tony And actually, like, because he was my old coach and he talked about it years ago, but um, it actually popped up in the Matty John show last night. Oh, did yeah, it? Yeah, they yeah, done okay. a little, but he was running around for ages, bro. Yeah. Um, but there's like, there's no difference between that and sort of faking a cramp or slow play the balls. It's just probably, yeah. we're not used to seeing it, but I just see it as a non-issue. Probably yeah. that. Probably the only thing about it, he probably puts his target on his head for the next one. Yeah, well, fuck, it doesn't matter, bro. Like, he's, he's cunts getting targeted that much anyway. No, nah, but you know what it's like, Scope? Like, next time the Bulldogs play the Roosters, and obviously you're, you're right because you've got Jared and stuff behind you, but Trent Barrett, first yeah. video, look at this cunt taking the piss out of us. Yeah. <laughs> you just got yeah. Sammy Walker spinning about. Did you, did, you, did you think he was taking the piss, or did you just think yeah. he was trying to win? what are you talking about? Of course he's taking the piss. Uh, okay. I didn't see it as that. Personally, face. I didn't see it as that. I just seen him try to win a game, and um, I don't. I didn't see anything. I didn't see much after it. Uh, I just seen Robbo's Robbo's face. Holy with, fuck! Uh, with Kerry next to him, mate. Do you know what that? Rem- do you know what that remind me of, of, bro? You know when you're like a sibling and like you're the older sibling, and you know yeah. your younger brother's gonna get in trouble, so you just sit yeah, there going, get a hiding. <laughs> "Your brother's gonna get a hiding." Fucking <laughs> after dinner. Um, but yeah, sort of Trent uh, Trent Robinson sort of come out, had it with a straight bat, but dare uh, say there would have been a little bit of a whisper in his ear. Yeah, from the yeah, coach. For sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, sort of our origin rounds are over, sort of the diluted thing. Any, any, um, I know we sort of just sort of going to brush over this, but any standouts here in, in terms of debuts? I think that Savage guy was really good from Canberra, but we're going up. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he looks nice. He looks nice. Um, uh, Simmy's talked about that he found um, Xavier Savage about a year and a half ago after watching Bocco's highlights yeah. of him. Um, Bocco's really good at that stuff. Who's Samuel uh, Frank Panisi? Hey? Samuel Frank Panisi. <laughs> Identifying talent, is he? Yeah, so, um, yeah, he just he watched Bocco's highlights. Apparently, the kid can fly, um, like, properly. Yeah, he runs um, like a, he runs in the 10s, bro, so he's, he's sub-1100 yeah. meters. So. And then some, yeah, it, he looks like because he even looks like he's got little mutters on him too. Like he hasn't. Nah, I don't, filled, oh, I don't know that. Prop, his, his legs prop, are filled prop, out, bro. Yeah, proper like he look, he's still but he's still got that um that baby fat. You yeah. know that pup. You know that puppy fat. Like they haven't he hasn't fully matured into his body yet. So um like I said because he's only you know 19, 19, 20 or whatever he is. Um but yeah he looks nice. He had some nice touches. Yeah, looks silky. Did a did a number on um you know manly without uh without turbo and chairs so. Yeah, he, I thought he was a bit of a standout too and it sort of showed how important chairs and ter- mostly turbo are to a manly side. They kind of looked normal again, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. It sort of brings them back to earth, but in saying that, like, they've, they've been – they won – they've been up for so long, I don't think it's, – it's not, it's not worrying signs. Like, as soon as nah, they get turbo back no. and chairs, like, they'll be sweet. 
Um, sort of. Sorry, just going to ring ring this back. So, bit of the degenerator new. Everything's moving up to the Gold Coast right now. Um, you're getting out of Sydney, which is kind of cold, kind of wet right now. You're playing dry weather football. Same game, mm. mul- same game multis. Are, yeah, are we, are we back on? Are we? You're right. I haven't even thought about that yet, but um, yeah, games at Goldie and and are they going to be playing at North Queensland and whatnot as well? It's all up through Queensland, sunny coast. I don't think anyone sort of knows just yet. I, I dare say it'd be Queensland, Brizzy. Um, sunny Coast. Sunny Coast Stadium would be one. I know there are a fair few tries at Sunny Coast, but that's just purely because the Storm are playing there and they're scoring 50 to 60 a game. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, w- I wonder if other teams are going to be scoring at the same clip that they are. Do Canberra go as well? Is that, do we know that? or I'd Yes, say- Canberra going too. Why is that? Um, because... Just easier logistically. Uh, what did I say? I was, it's on, I, was, I was only looking through the comments. Um, yeah, just because they're going to run it up there, do, would they have to... There's no cases in Canberra, are there? I'm so not Canberra's, too sure. I'm not too sure. I think I think Canberra's sweet, but um, something about it being like it's going to be like a bubble, like a um, an all. You know how the the teams in the NBA did it, yeah, going into yeah. the bubble. So they're just going to keep all the players congested into a certain area to make sure that there's nothing from the outside, like potentially that could ruin it down in Canberra. Bringing it then. Like, because if those Canberra play, something happens in Canberra, those Canberra players bring it up into a safe space. Mm. I'd imagine that might be the issue. I'd, I'd love to see the sort of NRL just roll back to back games as well. I know they've got a draw to stick to, but like you could almost do like a little kiddies version of a magic round. Like you'd have two NRL games back to back, and you could fill stadiums up pretty quickly by doing that. Yeah, well, I think they've. Um, I think. Listen again, on SEN, I think there might be, you know, three games a weekend at Gold Coast oh, as well. So, yeah. yeah, so it might be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But, yeah, I suppose we're just speculating on all this stuff. We'll just wait until we see, see when it comes out and then we'll probably have more to talk about on on the pre on the preview uh, show on, on Thursday or Friday, whenever we do it. Uh, Gold Coast sort of segues nicely into the Titans, picking up Isaac Liu, pretty good signing, 30 years old, man. He, he's he's probably one of the most slept-on dudes in this sort of Roosters dynasty, just sort of quiet, low-key. Man, all these Roosters boys are low-key, eh? Like, you don't really know too much about the Roosters. Like, what the fuck's going on behind there at Moore Park? And he's, he's, yeah. a, he's a great signing for them. He's just steady. Yeah, it's been hard trying to get Roosters players to come on and do my Roosters version of the of the potty because, uh, um, and this is like it says a lot about them, you know, like they they like to keep things in house and um, they're sort of not that personalities. It's weird, like sometimes this stuff, especially if the core group push it on, then that's sort of that's just it. That's just very the way it manly, is. like back in the day. Yeah, that, very manly, it? like like yeah. you did any um, media back in the day. At manly it was sort of a little bit frowned upon, so um, I suppose that's the way they are the Roosters. But on Isaac Liu. Um, remember when I talked to you about um, um, the Titans at the start of the year? I thought they were going to have a big year. Hasn't turned out that way. They're floating around the eight. But you talked, you're a little bit um, hesitant on, on declaring them because of the halves. Yep. But I talked about Holbrook's style of footy. It reminds me a lot like they had, he had John Wilkin in the middle who liked to play with that that extra forward. But they got Tyrone Peachy Wilkin, there. They got Tyrone. He, he's probably one of the better ball players. Yeah. Well, you, you look at it like with Isaac Liu, he's probably. He might be a guy that starts a game that can start the game really well for him, um, and then and then Tyrone Peachy come on. But it's, it reminds me a lot like of because they had a guy called John Wilkin. If people don't know from the Super League, played a shitload of Super League over there. He was that link player, and then once he retired, they um, they brought our mate Sepp Paulo over, Joseph yep. Paulo, yeah, um, and he played that sort of role. And and that's the sort of style that um, um, Justin Holbrook likes to play. So. 
Isaac Liu is going to suit them to a T, I think. You know, the John Asiatas, these sorts of players. Yeah, you need, um, your 13 I, has to be able to pass right now. If, you, if your yeah. 13 can't pass, it's like a fullback that can't pass. You, you sort of limit your opportunities for attack. So, man, yeah, like you said, great signing. Roosters play that style as well. they got a very good passing. Yeah, they've got Radley already. Yeah, and Radley Fred, can punch out 80. Yeah. So it's like more of an opportunity for Isaac Liu, Liu I suppose. He gets to go up and be that guy at the Gold Coast Titans. Yeah, he can win to Keeper Park too. So he's familiar with the area. Oh, so, grass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we went to school with Norman. That pretty good fucking production line out of that school, actually. Little Reese Walsh out of there too. The little glamour. Uh, speaking of fullbacks, Matt Dufty signing up to the Bulldogs for a one-year contract. Great signing, in my opinion. Um, bro, he slept on man. I, I think there's this weird stigma about him that he kind of looks like a little bit bratty. But obviously, we know him a little bit, and and pretty good guy. But yeah, you know he's got that stigma around him. Do you believe that? Well, I've hit, oh yeah, I've hit Normie up about it. Hey? I said, like, what's the problem? Like, every time you watch the Dragons play, he's like, he's like a real com- He's a real confidence player, bro. So, Normie said that, like, you know, when he's when he's when he's on fire, he's feeling himself, and then like that's natural. And then sometimes when he's when he loses confidence, you can sort of feel that as well. Yep. And that must that must rub off, you know, sort of in maybe coming across too cocky and then being a bit of a liability, like when he's down and out. So. Um, it'll be important for him. This is this is this will be a great move as well. Him going there on a on a one year prove it deal. Um, he's had a bit of um, disruption in the last four or five weeks as well. Not only with what happened in that incident, but also with his contract negotiations and dragons coming out and get on the front foot early with it. So I reckon this will be good for him, man. Like man, they've, they've already got some good. A change of scenery is always good for a lot of people. You got to think um, he's come up through that system. Growing up, he only really, really wanted to play there. Probably the best example yep. right now is probably um, Isaiah Papali'i, who just need, needed yep. needed a fresh look, needed a fresh set of coaching. Trembout's a really good coach too, and the, his style that they they kind of mirror what Penrith do with their style. Um, I'm st- still think they need a half and a hooker. Uh, uh, Bulldogs, but they're starting to shape together pretty nicely. Bit of rumours about Paul Vaughan hitting there as well. That, that'd be pretty Ooh. exciting. Yeah, well, like when I sort of talked about the Bulldogs, I thought they sort of, there's there's been talk of, well, actually, I don't want to say this because Simi told me this, but there's been talk of Davida Pangai Jr. Oh, wow. Um, the, I reckon they're lacking a little bit on the edge back row spot for me. I reckon that'd be one spot that they need to target. I think um, they just re-signed Jeremy Marshall King. Um, so he's been playing really well for them of late. Mm. Um, he's sort of, sort of one guy I didn't highlight because he was off contract and I didn't know where they were going with that, but... Uh, happy for Jez. He's, he's good mates with my younger brothers and I've known him for a minute as well. So, um, yeah, for me, that on their edges, because they've got guys like, you know, Adam Elliott, Josh Jackson, uh, some of these sorts of players that are playing edge. Good players, bro. Good players. Good, good players. Just checking you John, to, John, like a bit of height there or something or what? Yeah, well, just guys that are suited to playing on the edge a little bit more because I like them in the middle. Like, yeah. they're fucking... No nonsense, straight up and down. Well, Going to make it 30, 35 tackles. Yeah, I'd push Adam Elliott to middle. I'd have Josh Jackson on one edge and then Tavita Pangai on the other. Yeah, if they that's can a nice looking pack. That, that's a yeah, nice that's, looking that's, pack. That's a nice looking fucking back row, yeah. Yeah, Thompson, um, Paul Vaughan. Yep. Matt Burden rolls in. got Josh, Josh Adokar. Brent Naden's a big body that's hard to tackle. Uh, Kotrick's been very quiet this year by his standards. He was a rep player. Not but he'll be right off the back of Darth. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the signing of Addo Carr is a really, really big one, eh? Because like yeah. he, he brings a bit of personality to the club as well. Like, yeah, it's hard. he'll bring confidence. Yeah, and like he, he looks like a vibe around training, just upbeat mm. all the time. But he's always been in winning sides as long as mostly he's been in the NRL. So um, it's be interesting sort of play for them as well. Uh, George Burgess, 
I think it's rumored or pretty much going down to the Dragons. Think of the thoughts yeah. on that signing? Yeah, Georgie's. Um, he went over to, the, to Wigan. Sort of just had a short little stint over there. Um, that'd be good for for Georgie to be back in the the NRL. He's sort of. I know he's he's been rehabbing on his back. I obviously follow the Burgess boys quite closely. Um, I know he's been rehabbing on his back, but if he can get that back to full fitness, I know for a fact that he was playing injured with that for about 12 months from the back end of South going into his stint at, at, um, at Wigan. So I'm happy that he's finally got that fixed. And then, um, yeah, we'll see what sort of version of uh, Georgie Burgess we still got left. Jaden Sewer's gone there as well. That's a really, yeah, that's a really a nice good pick up. up for them. Yeah, yeah. He's nice and he's strong, runs a good tough line. He can fucking put a shot on too. Yeah. Um, I, um, Dragons are in a weird little place right now. You know what I mean? Like a few of the boys, they're, they're doing that little transition period. Like obviously getting rid of all their older players now, freeing up some salary cap space, which they've got a plenty now. So um, I, I don't know. Is there too much on the market that you can pick up right now? Or is this a couple year rebuild? Yeah, probably a couple of years. But um, I'd imagine like it's it's a smart decision. What they're doing, they're in a position now to pull the trigger if something becomes available. Like, Rugby league contracts don't mean anything these days. So you never know. A player might present itself or um, be playing over his number. This happens all the time or vice versa. Um, player might be on too much and they think he's only worth 500000 So they've done that. They've picked up guys like Jack Bird and Andrew McCulloch have done really well from the Dragons. Agreed. Um, the Broncos are paying fucking half their salary. So, um, yeah, Dragons sit back now. They might have, you know, a mil, a mil to work with or, or a bit more. Get ready to pull the trigger if someone becomes available, then boom, pounce on it. Mm. And they've got a um, couple of nice young guys there as well. Bud Sullivan's sort of been um, clipping out the heels for Normie for a bit. He's got a bit of talent in and around them. That fullback was really nice on debut. Scoring yeah, to a try. So, bro, he, like, he look, he, I like his build. Like, a little bit different to Dufty, nice and tall. But yeah, it's going to be a changing of the guard. But I think the Bulldogs really benefit from um, a couple of these Dragons pick up, especially if Paul Vaughan goes there as well. Like he's their best forward. I know he's not in the best form right now, but he is their best forward. He's played for Australia. He's played for New South Wales. Um, it, he's been in a bit of trouble now, so he's got a bit of adversity. He's got a story. I think he's going to roll into next year firing. Yeah, he'll be a good pickup. Yeah, who, wherever he ends nice, up, has got nice. a point to prove, man. So. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that's a wrap on the show today. We're going to do a preview of Origin tomorrow, so thanks for your time, Skipper.